0: Zombies and mummies, it's an all-out song, if you want to survive the night, better come down to the vault.
1: My brain is good. I get drunk and wander from down till dawn, I am just a redneck zombie since you're gone, well I can't
0: think. Hi Katie.
2: <laughs> Hi Owen. How are you? Pretty good.
0: We got a dog barking in the backyard. I hear that. It's not even my dog.
2: It's... That's some redneck type shit, so <laughs> I think it's okay.
0: For sure. Well, um, this is our first one, right? Our first podcast on this, uh, this new journey we're on. The maiden voyage. For sure. <clears throat> so this podcast is called The VHS Vault, and um, this dog is about to be in the vault once I kill him and put him you down can there. can
2: punch him in the dick.
0: You <laughs> can punch that dog in the dick. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, we're not going to be super proper about it, but uh, we are going to get going here. So what what we're kind of doing is we want to watch movies together and sort of share that experience with you guys, maybe movies that you might not have heard of before, or maybe movies that you would not otherwise have had the opportunity to see. Just sort of dig around in the vault, as we say, and find some goodies to bring out and share. And what do you think about that?
2: I'm in, because I like weird fucking movies that I've never seen before, so.
0: Absolutely. Um, So what we are kind of going to do today is we're going to talk about a movie that we played the intro for here just a second ago, that music. Um, It's a movie that I've loved for a really long time, and it's a movie that you Uh,
2: just kind of saw all the way through for the first time, having spent many an hour at the trauma table at conventions it's been playing it's been around um i just never took the time to sit down and watch it so. yeah
0: and you know i have those kind of movies too like I, I recently just watched fright night for the first time and you couldn't believe that i hadn't seen that and that's a much that's a much worse sin than not seeing redneck zombies but this movie's been Fair. important to me since the 90s I, when i first saw it i was i saw it on a bootleg vhs tape in my buddy's house in high school and uh it was a trip and it kind of sent me down a weird path for a while um <laughs> trauma and,
2: films will do that
0: yeah no for sure and you've you have seen more trauma films than i have but i have seen possibly some that you may not have seen so. probably so this is one um redneck zombies is the one we're doing today <clears throat> and so i think that uh, the appropriate way to get this going is um Let's talk about um, let's talk about the history of this movie a little bit for 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 each of us. So you've known about this movie for a long time, you've seen it in the booths as they're playing it, but you never watched it all the way through. Correct. Okay, and so for me, um, I saw it for the first time as I said in high school, and then I've watched it probably twenty times over the course of the last two decades. So I am very familiar with this. 20? movie. Twenty? That's it. Yeah.
2: I pay you more for like a hundred and twenty.
0: Well, it, I've started it probably a hundred and twenty times, but I. I have this thing where I watch horror movies late at night on my on my uh, combo VHS TV in my have in my room, and uh, that's a really comfortable spot to be with that warm VHS tube it's like feel.
2: Like nineteen
0: eighty seven. Yeah. So nice, absolutely. And I didn't get DVD till much much later than most people, so I had VHS for the majority of my childhood and. Um that's what we're looking at right now. And we I'm sitting here looking at my giant wall of VHS tapes over here when I mean, there's so many for us to choose from. Um and what I think we're talking about doing here is like this this week I made the suggestion that we do Redneck Zombies because um it's one that I loved and I knew that she needed to see it. And then, you know, for next week we may we may look at a different movie. We may look at Something that she recommends, or something like that, something we haven't seen together at all. You know, we'll just kind of find different ways to look at different kinds of movies because there's lots. I mean, there's so many movies out there. Where we'll, you know, we'll never see them all.
2: Basically, the two of us are just trying to watch movies together in some way, shape, or form and bring it here.
0: Yeah. So, Redneck Zombies. Um, let's just do a quick recap. Uh, so, the movie starts out um with uh, a guy driving down the road it's a guy in army fatigues in a, in an open top jeep and he um is carrying a large yellow drum he's
2: very irresponsible for an army guy just putting that out there he's not real uh i don't know he's a little laxadaisical. <laughs>
0: No, he definitely is and he reminds you of, you know, some of those guys you see in those Vietnam movies, you know, where they just got to the point where they didn't care anymore. But anyway, he's driving a, he's driving this jeep transporting this big barrel of toxic nuclear waste from one dump site to another dump site. And that's where this movie starts out and that's where it kind of takes us um
2: So, now before we get too far into this, I'm just thinking about how much this parallels uh Return of the Living Dead with the toxic waste and I'm wondering like is that just that's i guess an era specific kind of uh zombie uh part you know way that they get created right like they these filmmakers were not consulting each other so is that just luck
0: you know it's it's interesting if you go back through the history of film like in the 50s and 60s all of the movies with giant blobs and godzilla and these giant ants in the movie them um they all were um they all were created through nuclear testing. So back then, all of this stuff was very era-specific on nuclear testing because it was so mm. brand new. And then we started to learn about the toxicity of of the byproduct of nuclear uh, power when um, the issue happened over in Ukraine. Ah, well,
2: then in that case, it makes sense to me. Uh, because I think a lot of the... The newer zombie stuff. Well, actually, let's go back to older zombie stuff, like George Romero and *Night of the Living Dead*. Like, do we? We don't even know how they become zombies, right? That's never approached in that film.
0: Yeah, they said it was. Um, what did they say? It was a. It was some sort of a sickness. Is that?
2: Or something, right? I don't know, and and I don't believe in John of the dead we find out that answer either but it is just like all of a sudden people are infected so anyway. some sort of
0: virus that was going around and yeah. while the virus was active no matter how you died you would come back as a zombie so they were trying to telling everybody to stay inside cuz they didn't want anybody to and then later they changed their mind and told everybody to go to the shelters and but yeah i mean it's it, that's an interesting point um,
2: this film is definitely more um, creative and and takes some liberties about uh, making zombies with moonshine and whatnot. So sorry to totally derail your synopsis. Please continue.
0: No, not at all. It's perfect. Um, that's a, it's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Of course, this came out you know just after like Street Trash and Jason Takes Manhattan, where you had that real sleaze look to everything. You know. So it kind of works out. This was all done on VHS. This was shot on video. Sov, a big old Panasonic camcorder, you know, something like that. But um, and it shows, yeah, for sure. Now, there's <laughs> if you haven't watched this yet, you need to figure you need to figure out a way to do it. There are ways to watch it on streaming services and things along those lines. Um, so you can you can find the movie if you really want to. Um, but. Uh, so has he's Trauma driving. Now.
2: This is the plug. This is where as a Traumat, I plug Trauma Now. It's the future now. Uh first month is free and then it's $5 a month after that. Trauma Now streaming service. There's a Roku app. Get on
0: it. Do you have access to all their films?
2: Uh pretty much. Wow. Yeah. How much a month? 5
0: bucks. I mean, that's certainly worth it.
2: Yeah, it is. Totally. There's also a ton of them on YouTube, but, you know, trauma Now. So we can get paid so that people like me, us lowly Tromets, can maybe walk away from the table at the end of a busy weekend with, like, a couple of movies, you know? Man. Help me feed my movie addiction,
0: please. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Just be glad you don't collect old Horror VHS tapes, because that's a very expensive hobby I have.
2: Yeah, I've noticed. A yeah. very
0: expensive hobby I have. And I'm, on, I'm taking a break right now, because I think I have enough to watch that I don't need to continue uh, looking for more expensive shit to buy. He's
2: a disciplined man.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not disciplined. I'm just out of money. <laughs> so, All right. So, uh, dude's driving uh, down the road. In army fatigues with this barrel of waste, and it falls off his Jeep and rolls down a, a embankment down into a small field, a little gully. Um, now, he's in the middle of Redneck Town, right? We don't really know where this is, but it is somewhere in the south. I
2: believe it's Bumblefuck.
0: Bum- <laughs> Bumblefuck, Alabama. Um, and, of course, there are – it could be in the Appalachians, too, because there's, there's some uh, moonshining going on in this. So we don't exactly know where it is, but – um, anyway a lot of
2: stills
0: Yeah, a lot of stills um, And that's kind of where this movie is about to take us So he goes down to retrieve the barrel And runs into my favorite character in the movie What's his name? Ferg Ferg Ferd? Ferg Yeah He is uh, a wacko Ferd is a um, <laughs> He's this big uh, redneck dude with with overalls And he is obviously playing an exaggerated hyperbolic version of Of a deep South, you know, it's pretty
2: hyperbolic. You're
0: correct, it it for sure is. And and, and, and that's part of the charm, right? I mean, it takes it to the extreme. Um, And me being from the South, um, I don't take offense to that because I think it's hilarious. So, uh, you
2: heard it here, folks. It's all of that's okay because Owen said, I said, thank you.
0: I said, it's fine. Good. So, So I'm
2: going to continue to use redneck, no offense to anyone.
0: No, for sure. Use it up. So, so we get to the point where he's down there, and and Ferd runs into him, and he's uh, trying to get his barrel back. And Ferd says, "Get off my land!" It's a pretty hilarious scene. Um, I could play a clip for it here in a minute oh yeah
2: I remember it I remember it. get off my soil get off
0: my <laughs> soil <laughs> yeah he's
2: really <laughs> taken ownership of that colonized land he's got there
0: absolutely Um, so it's it's really a funny funny scene and it, it sets the tone for the movie because it's happened so early on and you start to realize immediately that even though you sort of guessed that this wasn't going to be a super serious movie at this point you realize that this is satire and, and
2: oh they're not taking themselves so seriously no. at all
0: and that's part of what I love about this movie. So um, anyway, uh, it, it progresses to where uh, he shoots his shotgun up in the air and the dude, uh, the army guy runs off and gets back in his Jeep and takes off. And as Ferd is getting ready to take this barrel, um, these guys walk up. The, the They're in a rival um, a rival moonshining outfit. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's a great way to describe that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ferd has a moonshining outfit with his family and there's this other family Um, who have a moonshine outfit as well. And this family is quite colorful.
2: Yeah, well, I wish you had the clip queued up, because this would be a perfect opportunity to play the clip, uh, because it's pretty ridiculous.
0: Which clip are you talking about? Where
2: he talks about how he accidentally, his gun went off three or four times, and he shot up there still on accident.
0: So he owes
2: them. That's why he's got to give over this barrel.
0: Yeah, so we're going to play that clip right now. Okay. Yeah, we're just gonna start at this one spot and we'll just kind of see where it goes. We can talk through it. Okay. Here we go.
1: Jed, Junior, Jethro, Billy Bob,
2: <laughs> Ellie Mae to you, coon shit. Ellie
0: Mae. <laughs> okay, so before we go on, I'm, this is when he's looking down at the barrel and they, all these guys are looking at him. They come down, he just recognizes that they're there, okay? Uh and then you see the new they see the family there, and one of them is named is Ellie Mae B- Billy
2: Bob but he goes by Ellie May now cause, since they got that satellite
0: TV yeah he's got that he's got the satellite TV and he decided he wants to be Ellie Mae and the, it's just he's got this this button-up shirt that he's got tied in a knot with it's his crop fucking,
2: top now crop, oh his it's so out.
0: funny it's cute it is so funny uh, so we're gonna play this clip here so we'll start we'll start at the beginning right there
2: it's a Dad, good time to mention Junior. that uh, yeah. Ellie May is the director of this film by the way
0: yeah Okay, that's that's right. So, look, I've watched this movie a ton of times, but I really haven't done much research on it other than being a part of the Facebook group. So this is a shout-out to the Facebook group. There is a Facebook group dedicated to this movie. I do suggest that if you're interested, you can hook up there and you can actually meet some of the people that are in the
2: That's movie. not where we met, though.
0: No. <laughs> but... uh Yes, for sure. So this is the scene. He's uh, standing there. Ferd is this big, giant dude with a, with a big, I mean, he's just got a huge personality. He's a big boy. Big boy, big country boy. He's got a big red hat on, you know, big overalls. It just, you know, classic. And he's standing next to this yellow barrel that says Danger Radioactive on it. And here's where the other guys show up.
1: Billy Bob, Ellie made of you coon shit. <laughs> right. What do you do to our Still? Still? Uh, I didn't shoot your still. Anyways, it was an accident. You see, I was walking up the road and uh, I dropped my gun, and it went off uh, three or four. Three times. or four times. See, <laughs> you know it promised all the swill they could drink down in the valley before you got into town, and you shot up our still. So now I think we're gonna have to use yours. It's a street battle
0: for turf. Oh, it's turf war for I sure. Feel- <laughs>
1: You want to use my steel? <laughs> my steel ain't no good. You said so a thousand times now. Third enough. You still ain't no good. <laughs> hey, what, look, look what I got for you here. Brand new steel. Okay. One of them European jobs.
0: All right. He's now. He's making good. Yeah. So, do you want to describe what's what's getting ready to happen here, and maybe take the synopsis to the next level here for us? Do
2: I? Oh, that would that would be assuming that I remember it in detail. Okay. Uh, I, I I remember the all I remember after this wait it might not even be at this part doesn't Ellie Mae pick up the barrel doesn't it bur- burst open is that here do they take it with them see I yeah, it's know. coming
0: no you're okay. right okay so so here's what happens he t- convinces these guys. That this barrel of radioactive waste is indeed a still and not um a barrel of he radioactive waste. Do
2: not waste. open till Christmas.
0: Right. Because he's sitting there looking at it and he's like, do not open till Christmas. He can't read, right? So anyway. Um He's a redneck. Yeah, because rednecks can't read, right? Um Rednecks just can't read. And uh uh so they he convinces them that it's a still. So they take it and he gets away because they had guns pointed at him. So he gave his he gave them the barrel, told them it was a still. Then they take it back to their camp, um, and while they're at their camp, um, th- this is one storyline. There are several storylines that intertwine here, but this is one of them. While they're back at their camp, um, they drop the barrel, and it pops open, and the radioactive waste spills out into their mash, which is cooking in open air. Okay, so if you don't know anything about about moonshining or whiskey making, you have a mash that you create before. Yes, tell us. Well, I mean, you start with the mash. That's the thing. And it's usually barley. um, And
2: this is the monster mash, right?
0: Yeah. It's got to be mostly corn if it's going to be bourbon. It has to be at least 51% corn. And then it's got to be aged in a charred oak barrel. Have you done this before? I used to live in Kentucky for a long, long time. I know I know more about whiskey and I was a bartender, so
2: that just you just have to know if you're down in Kentucky, you I just a, have to know. That. You
0: have to because, okay. because look, half the half of the tourist stuff down there is going to different distilleries and checking out the distilleries. The other half is uh Caves. Yeah. Mammoth Cave is pretty awesome. Uh, Cave City is amazing. Guntown Mountain is up there. Dinosaur. Uh, there's a, a dinosaur place there. That's Visit Kentucky, wild. folks,
2: where you can do things like drink bourbon and go to the caves.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> that's what you want to do when you're in Kentucky, for sure. <clears throat> but um, I forgot where I was. Yeah. So anyway, they take it, they spill it into the mash, and they decide to make the moonshine oh, out of that mash. anyway.
2: Can I interrupt you with yes. a little piece of trivia? Yes, please. I heard. That in that scene, he drops the barrel on his head and actually gave himself a concussion in real
0: life doing that. No kidding. That's what I heard. Man, that's interesting. Real blood was spilled during the making of I this don't know movie.
2: if there was any blood involved, but a concussion was had, which is possibly more serious than a gash on the head. So. <laughs> the head just bleeds a lot.
0: So... <laughs> So going back to this family, there is a really crazy scene, and this becomes important later, but this family with Ellie Mae and uh, the other ones, I can't remember all their names off the top of my head. But
2: Oh, I have a whole list of names here. Well, let's
0: hear, let's hear the names of that family.
2: Um, uh, Junior and Jethro and Ellie Mae and Jed, that's the dad and the kids. Um, yeah.
0: That's then right.
2: there's Lisa, Tyrone, Bob Wilbur, Andy, Sally, Teresa. They're the campers. And Haas is the fucking cool dog that's hanging out with the dude in the Jeep
0: yeah, we smoking even, weed. With we haven't him even and got stuff. to the camper storyline yet. Yeah,
2: yeah, we sure haven't.
0: But that's okay because this is important. We're just we're just taking you down a path here. So this is one of the storylines that's playing out. And as this storyline is playing out, um, we have a secondary storyline, which is really the main storyline, but it's not introduced first. So there's a group of campers and um, these campers are in this area. They just happen to be in this area trying to find a place to camp. And um, who is the who's the older guy?
2: Uh, is he Wilbur? I don't know. The like, He is like the leader. Andy, he, I think. I the think pot that's... to piss in. He's so worried about that.
0: Yeah. He, <laughs> no, a pond. He wants to piss in that pond. He was saying pond to piss in.
2: Oh, a pond? I thought he said a pot.
0: No, it was pond because that's, that's when they were so excited about getting up there and paying in that pond. And that's when they had the pond. And then there was that funny scene where Bob was pissing in the pond. He's just standing there on on the edge and he's like, (laughs) he's like, it's like like, this water's cold and it's deep too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. That's right. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, anyway, so these campers are there and they're trying to find a place to camp. And the older guy thinks he knows his, this area and they're trying to find a place to camp. And, uh, there's this guy, Bob and Bob is hilarious. Bob, um, becomes he starts off sort of minor in the beginning and then like as he as his character develops which is hilarious to say in this movie but as his character develops he becomes um, more and more colorful I guess we should say because we get to a point where they have to do a, a zombie autopsy at some point and we're getting there we're but, we're
2: jumping way ahead we are
0: but I'm trying to figure out um, how to tie these two stories in together because they're they're incongruent at the beginning
2: well because the the um, moonshine starts turning people into zombies, right? And then the campers stumble on the zombies.
0: So, yeah, um, I'm just trying to remember what they were doing during this whole section, anyway. So,
2: well, they set up camp eventually, they found their campsite. That's and, right. Um, the gr- one of the girls, like wanders off at first, Sally or something, right? She like wanders off, and she's the first one that. Yeah, I think it's Jethro or one of those guys finds her and bites yep. her fucking scalp off. Yeah. Okay. That's
0: <laughs> yes. So okay. So after they pour accidentally the stuff into the mash, they make the whiskey and then they they distill it and then they buy they jar it up in these jars and it comes out like beautiful, perfect, like plutonium green. You know, <clears throat> like like uranium glass. The whole thing is that green.
2: That's the most beautiful description. For that,
0: you like the description of the whiskey. <laughs> You're very passionate about oh, that. Oh man, let me tell you something. I am passionate about uh, whiskey. So, um, <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so they decide to distribute it, and so they they send Ellie Mae to go distribute all of the whiskey jars to the people in the town and make their money. Right. Okay.
2: That's like one of my favorite parts, the baby in the wash machine. Can I just (laughs) interject that when he delivers to the mom and the baby and she puts it in the baby's bottle and the baby's just like in the wash machine, just chilling.
0: Yeah, man.
2: Another piece of trivia for you. Apparently that's the director's child. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm trying to, Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. So here's the scene. He's doing this delivery. All right, here's the scene. There's a cat on the roof.
1: Hi, Miss Ashley. Land's sake, Sally May. I expected you to be here last night. Well, uh, we're a little bit behind, and uh, and we got a new recipe, and, uh, and it's green. I guess that means I get a discount. <laughs> oh, I don't know about no discount, because uh, uh, cause we built a new steel.
2: Well, I'm digging this right, moonshine delivery service they got going sure, on. For sure, They got the whole community uh, on lock.
1: Oh, you don't want to buy from him. Besides, you'll really like this. Okay, here are Ellie Mae. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: So that's another int- uh, in- intro into the rivalry. So if you don't, if we don't like this green whiskey, we're gonna buy from Ferd Mertz, and he's like, yeah, you don't want to buy from him. So the the battle of the turf continues amongst the moonshiners <laughs> of creepy hollow
2: (laughs) how accurate is this to real life down south we'll discuss that later (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, faster
1: faster honey look your bath can wait look what's Uh, here your bath
2: (laughs) can wait (laughs) babies at the wash machine i love it
0: (laughs) oh man yeah okay so she walks over with the uh jar of alcohol and she's like (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna play this again. This is so funny. There's a baby sitting in the washing machine. You
1: don't want to buy from him. Besides, you really like this. Okay, here are. This
0: okay. is so funny. Thank
1: you. Bye bye. Faster, faster, honey. Look, your bed can wait. Look what's here. Is oh,
2: the kids look. A faster? Look
0: what we got. I think it's faster. Wow. She poured it in his bottle.
2: Here, honey.
0: She look pours the whiskey in his here. bottle and gives it to <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Shut
1: down the hat.
2: He's like. Uh, She barely left any for herself Baby's not digging it too much eh.
0: Oh man, that's brutal Tastes like shit this... <laughs> Right, okay So that's, oh, man I just... There's so many little tiny scenes like that That make this movie cool for me
2: Well that's what I liked about it Because there was a lot of little things I could pick out That were fun for me Without necessarily having to pay that close of attention To the overall plot
0: Yeah, for sure And that's kind of what it does. It just takes you on a journey. I think a lot of trauma movies do that.
2: Oh, yeah. And we totally didn't um, start this by giving a spoiler warning. but uh...
0: Oh, well, I can go back and add it. I'll add it in. (laughs) Add it in post. Spoiler warning. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, do your voice acting. Come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, listen here now.
2: (laughs) No, we're not trying to get people to have sex with us. We're just trying to tell them. That we're gonna spoil the movie. For I got.
0: I can put some bass guitar in a boom, <laughs> g- boom, t- g- boom. Um We might
2: have to take a pause.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, during all this chaos and craziness, um, the father of these kids who are crazy and making this whiskey sends them to go get them tobacco. Oh
2: yeah, tobacco man. All right,
0: so listen up. This is messed up here. So. <laughs> This, we need you to know about this so you you need to listen whatever you're doing, stop it and take a listen real carefully because this is gonna this is like this is some heavy duty stuff here, so they start to hear this bell ringing, this weird sounding bell, all right, and it sounds they immediately recognize that as the tobacco man, so like we would we would recognize the little jingle and notice it's the ice cream man
2: the elote man,
0: yeah, <laughs> so they are they're in that spot where. That's um, a tobacco man So they're like oh they get all excited and jump up and down Daddy can we go get to the, see the tobacco man so, <laughs> so they go and they You know this is a really another one of those Really long scenes that, that you know it, it has some foreshadowing stuff It's a
2: thing of nightmares
0: but it's a thing of nightmares, and if you could see this, you would understand it. It may not sound super freaky, but man, let me tell you something. When I was a teenager sitting up the, up at night, maybe not quite in my right mind or all there, you know what I'm like saying, that. watching this movie on tape? I was like, Being I'm, on acid. I didn't say that. <laughs> we're not even to the acid part of sorry, the movie sorry, yet. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> So we're going to play this little clip here from The Tobacco Man. Um, he comes in at 2307. Uh, the Tobacco Man's pretty, pretty wild uh, stuff here. He's
2: scary as fuck. And then he's like you remember those commercials about not to do drugs? He's like the scariest version of one of those ever.
1: Daddy better taste good cause you splattered it all over the corn squeezing, you otter ass. Otter
0: <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. We'll start there. This is right before the tobacco <laughs> man scene. So this is when they spill the the stuff into the mash. So we'll just play that scene real quick because it's really good. <laughs> They've just spilled it into the mash.
1: Well, uh. Looks like fertilizer. Smells like iodine uh, <laughs> with a piss of bleach, bleach. in it. <laughs> Maybe it's all of them, Daddy. Well, whatever it is, it better taste good because you splattered it all over the corn squeezings, you
2: otter, otter ass. ass. You otter I'm ass. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> That's my new nickname for you.
0: Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Daddy! Daddy, it's the tobacco man! Give us some money, Daddy! What money, even is Daddy. that? It
0: sounds
2: Before like a spring. What even is that? Yeah. It's scary, this Let's whole thing. Hold
1: your pants on, boys. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Here's your money. And I want you to go ahead. Gets on How the much back are they getting?
2: A nickel? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Looks like you probably gave him about a buck
2: it was all coins. What yeah. do you guys got, Don South?
0: Just coins. We don't Susan really have Susan B. Anthony's money. or what? We don't have paper money.
2: Okay. <laughs> we, still, we
0: still use Confederate <laughs> coins.
2: Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Making it hail.
0: <laughs> got it. Hi,
1: Mr. Backman. Hi, Mr. Backman. Hi, oh, oh, Mr. Backman.
0: Okay, so this is some Larry Curley and Mo shit right here, but they, they run up to the Tobacco <laughs> Man's truck, and it's real slapstick. They run into each other, and act, it's just... It's obviously campy for the sake of being campy, but we're about to meet the Tobacco Man here, and let me just describe him for you real quick. He's this creepy-looking, ominous figure in a truck with this... What's he wearing on his head? I don't...
2: A sack with a hole in
0: it? It looks like there's like old, dried blood all over the sack yeah, and tobacco it's shavings.
2: Like, yeah, it's Yeah, it's like... Gross. His is. eye is all nasty and gross under the sack.
0: Yeah, it's gross. So we're gonna uh oh yeah, then oh man, I forgot about that part. Yeah, you can see his nasty skin.
2: Yeah, it's like showing eye. through.
0: Yeah, it's showing oh it's so gross. Alright, let's just hit play here. Here's the running up to the running up to the truck.
1: Hi, Mr. Backman. It looks like he's hitting the Hi, bell. Backman, Mr. Backman. <laughs> I've
2: been waiting, have boy. <laughs> I've been waiting. Pillowcase with a hat on top of it. <laughs> That's what he's That's wearing. It's a
0: pillowcase with a hat on it.
2: <laughs> well, it's tied at the bottom like a sack. I got dip for the
1: gum and snuff for the nose. I got roll your owns and smokes and a newfangled machine that rolls them for ya. you. He even got pellets that taste like licorice. Don't have to spit him out. Just let it dissolve. Uh, that's so
0: gross.
2: Ew! There's like this gross me. eyeball and okay. nasty skin around his eye.
0: So we need to have a quick talk about the practical effects here. Okay, so this was a very low budget movie, extremely low budget movie. Do you remember what the budget was? I saw it, I, I, it twenty thousand or something like that.
2: I thought it was Maybe more than even. that. But hold on, let me. Uh, anyway, this is
0: a very low budget movie, right? And it was in
2: here somewhere.
0: I gotta say, though it was a shot-on-video, low-budget zombie movie made in the campiest of ways for the cheapest of budgets, I really liked the practical effects in this movie. Ten
2: thousand estimated budget, ten
0: thousand bucks. Uh, Yeah, so that ain't shit. No, they didn't. That's enough to pay for you know some a camera and some food and. You know? So
2: that's some good spirit gum work there. Like it looks gross. I, I'm convinced. I don't yeah. like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you know that's you know I, I got to say doing this podcast is important for me because there's so many movies that people put their heart and soul into that had just a, you know really really creatively done practical effects, but because they. They didn't have the flash and the money behind it. There are people that thought that it was bad practical effects, and they just didn't realize the creativity that went into it. So I'm really hoping to show some of that stuff. And this is one of those examples right here. That looks creepy as oh, shit. Oh, for
2: sure. And you know the fact that there's a sack on his head, right? Really, all they have to do is that one little eye cut out and – you assume the rest of what's under there is even worse than what is shining through that hole, which in reality is absolutely nothing. They just had to do the makeup on that part. Right. But adding the like fake blood, it's like you pretty much can imagine that it's like pussing and gross and like open wounds, like underneath the sack.
0: Maybe like a burn victim. Uh That's kind of what
2: it looks like. Like his whole face got burned or like maybe he's so cautioning against all this dip and shit because it ate his face. I don't know, but it's, Gross! It looks cancerous. It's trouble.
0: I hadn't thought about that. <clears throat> That's an interesting. Yeah, we
2: could take a deep dive on the Tobacco Man. I mean, <laughs>
0: <clears throat> well, I'm gonna tell you something. He's probably he's, he's probably my favorite um, my favorite character in, in the trauma movies that I've seen. I've seen Tromeo and Juliet, which I loved. I've seen you know, rabid grannies. <laughs> I've seen decapitated. I've seen a bunch I've seen the Toxies, and I I think the Tobacco Man for me is probably one of the more um, ironically complex characters I've seen in a trauma movie. I'll buy that. And maybe it's just my perception, but the way they did it, maybe it was just ambiguous enough to let your mind kind of take it wherever it was gonna go.
2: Well, and that's it. And it's a budget friendly design, but it works. Yep. So I can see how all of that is awesome.
0: Yep. So let's continue.
1: Dip, dip, we want dip and fake for daddy's
0: pipe. So they're all getting dip and they're getting some tobacco for their dad's pipe. So who plays the Tobacco Man? Do you remember?
2: Oh, um, you, had, you
0: had a piece of trivia. On yeah, there, I, I, did, I did, and I
2: didn't write it down. But he, it's the same as another character. <laughs> Shit, I'll never find it. No, it's all good.
1: That is
0: <laughs> So now we're gonna get a PSA, right? In the scariest way. So they're they're putting the dip in their mouths, and they're all happy, and it's an upward angle into the sky, and it's just really, really cheesy as hell and hilarious. tobacco man gets back in his truck as the boys run away. But they haven't run away
1: yet. We love our dip. We love our dip. Yeah, we do.
0: Run right along now, boys.
2: Oh, it's who plays I Jed. Same guy.
0: Let's see if we can hear this. Dark times, are Dark times are coming. You'll love my dip for a long
1: time. You'll be loving it just for the rest of your lives. And someday, you'll want to stop but you won't be
2: able to. Oh, addiction is a monster.
0: Start addiction is beating. a monster. Now wear down and show the bottoms of your
1: teeth. Then your teeth will fall out. You'll cry. I'm scared. And you won't stop.
0: It's slowly You're panning in into his creepy face. Back in
1: and back in and dip in. Your mouth will start hurting. Start burning, it'll grow it'll get out of shape. And you'll go to one of them big city doctors and cut half your face
2: off. <laughs> and I think he's telling us what happened to him, right?
0: right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they run away.
1: what in your death, you your
2: mouth, will your
0: what a scene man
2: i need an adult i'm scared
0: you know this is just me because i'm I'm a musician for those of you who who don't know me and yeah
2: we um, haven't told them anything about us at all but we will continue we
0: absolutely will (laughs) um so I'm a musician, and when I li- listen to that scene, it's interesting to me because when you hear what's being said in the scenery, it's very ominous. But they're playing a very happy major triad on the keyboard in the background. If you listen to the music, it's playing a very happy-sounding major triad <clears throat> instead of the minor, which would be a much more appropriate sound, which is what you hear in most horror movies where you hear that, you hear that menacing sound that just sounds dark. A lot of times that's a minor key uh, arranged, but if you listen here, I'll go back for just, we'll play it for two seconds and you can hear it, but it's a major triad. It sounds like a happy chord that's being played on the keys during this crazy scene where he's talking crazy shit. Start burning, and it'll glue, it'll
1: get out of shape. And you'll go to one of them big city doctors, and I'll cut half your face off. And it'll (laughs) happen. It'll
0: kill your <laughs> it's a major chord so it's a nice contrast for you know those of you who maybe don't um know about major and minor chords if you're not musicians that's totally cool but you know what they are because you've heard them you feel them when you hear a minor chord you feel it you know what it is it's that sad feeling and you would expect that on this, but it's not there. So just It's a, almost
2: airy and light and dreamy. Yeah,
0: it's almost an. And that's what makes it even creepier.
2: Yeah, it does. You're right.
0: Which I thought was an interesting choice, you know. I agree. Um, so once this liquid gets distributed to all the people, they drink it and all become redneck zombies.
2: Yes, they're tobacco chewing, gut chomping, cannibal kinfolk from hell.
0: Oh, man. I, for, I was going to bring over the. Uh, I was going to bring over the the VHS sleeve. Hang on. Let me go get that because I want to look at that while we're talking here. Hang on one second.
2: (laughs) We're going to take a sponsor break. (laughs) We don't have any sponsors. So uh, this podcast is just brought to you by us and only us. And we're back. Yes, with we are the back. Just cover. <laughs> awesome.
0: So I brought the I brought the tape over, and I love this tape. It is a uh, original. It's well loved. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's an original Trans World uh, tape. What's all the stickers. So this was a blockbuster video rental. Oh nice. And the last time it was updated in the system was June eleventh of two thousand and one. Wow. And then they ended up selling it um, for nineteen dollars and ninety six cents to whoever bought it. But you want to see something crazy? Look at the original price of this tape. 80 bucks? Why? Because that's how much tapes cost back then. For real? Yeah, girl. When you wanted to, because you're, you're. Putting media, you're owning like it's part of a – it's different than it is now. You know how things have changed with DVDs and stuff and even streaming now. But back then, there was never a a home medium. You either had to watch the television or go watch a movie. Then
2: how was I getting like Mr. Mom from McDonald's in the 80s? What was that all about? Remember that? Free VHS tapes from McDonald's?
0: Right. And that's – that is how McDonald's could do it. Cause they could mass produce easily. The, the media itself oh, yeah, isn't I super see. expensive. So
2: like, this is still an independent film. So it's yeah. gotta be a lot of money. Can yeah, I look at it? Absolutely. Can I hold it in my hands? Girl,
0: hold that, hold that VHS. There's something magic about holding the VHS with an original slip cover and just,
2: and it's got like some sticker on the top must've been for like sorting it or something. Major video, 1977 M 21st street, Wichita. Is this from Kansas? probably. Wow. Well, that's fun.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's an old blockbuster rental which I which I love. I love having the old rental tapes. And is there you can pull the tape out? Is there uh, st- anything stickers on there? Please be kind, please rewind or anything like that? No, none of that, but What is there something on the side?
2: Oh, major video warning if this tape is tampered with, a customer must pay for cost of tape.
0: Wow. Well, so what I'm gathering here is that it was a Blockbuster rental, and then it was purchased maybe like on a large uh, buyout.
2: Oh, they were always selling old shit at Blockbuster. I so remember it was sold
0: those. to Major Video, which seems like it's a rental store. I guess so, And yeah. then the rental store, Major Video, rented it out after they bought the Blockbuster's previous rental. That's interesting. I used to buy – stuff. I worked at Hollywood Video back then. I was working at Hollywood Video during that time. Of course you did. Girl, it was awesome. <laughs> I was the guy, you know, I basically worked there for my free rentals.
2: You were the movie nerd that worked at the video store. You know it.
0: it. Don't ask me about, you know, Schindler's List. Let's, you will not get out of this conversation for a while. Anyway, um, so yeah, so people get ripped apart, people die. Uh, there's a couple of really amazing kills that, um, you know, I, I appreciated. And I know that you are a big fan of the kills in the movies,
2: Yeah, well, the kill that you like the best with um, who was our character, the army dude, Um, that was pretty much my favorite too, because of the special effects were pretty dope.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So if you guys don't mind, what I'd like to do is just kind of go over, we'll play a couple clips and obviously you can't see them, but you'll be able to hear them. of a couple of my favorite kills. The first one is an early on kill. It's after the onset of the, um, people walking around like zombies and it's at 43 minutes and 45 seconds. Um, and it's a kill, uh, where we'll just see if we can get to that point.
2: Is that the first kill? Are we 43 minutes in before anybody dies? No, there's no. a few kills
0: before this okay. too. Okay. So, the there's a group of of hikers. And this is not the same group of campers, I don't think or maybe they are. I don't remember. Um Yeah. So they 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 walk into the still. They find the they find the still with all the green jars. Sitting next to it because the people that made it drank it and died and left all the rest of the jars. Yeah, there.
2: that's Sally. She's the first yeah, one that's to die, Sally. right? Zombie. And that's, that's Ferd, right? No, that's not no. Ferd. Oh, no, that's one of the, the sons. Yeah, it's one of,
0: the, one of the boys. Uh,
2: junior Jethro, I don't know which one.
0: So he picks her up, and this is actually a really great um, practical effect. It pans up to the geese flying overhead, and then the zombie actually picks her up, and then he starts tearing the top of her head off.
2: Yep, just gets his fingers right up underneath that.
0: Scalps scalps her, yeah, just scalps her, and And he's eating it like beef jerky. That is such a that's a good that's a good (laughs) practice. That
2: is a good effect. I wonder. It kind of looked like a fruit roll-up, like sheet. I don't know what they use there. Probably latex.
0: And then back up to the birds in the sky. Man, this is you know.
2: You got to fill in the details there. Which is good filmmaking on a budget.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, then, then oh, this this scene's really brutal here—the one that comes right after that. Where well, he's eating her, just ripping stuff out. Look at that.
2: Yeah, like what's he digging for? Because that looks like good zombie that's, eating that's right food, there. He's man, that's food, man. tossing it aside. He's just, really violent.
0: He's just a violent one. Kind of like in Twenty Eight Days Later.
2: Yeah, real, real gross. Look well, at Now that. he's going to town. That's See, and I think that I think I saw a chicken wing in there. I made you pause it. Once. No, yeah, you said that.
0: <laughs> you said you saw a chicken wing in there. Okay, this. If you're if you're watching this on YouTube, it's the forty five oh five. If you're watching it where you should be on the Trauma app. Um, I don't know what the time stamp would be on that, but um, he's eating, and it looks like a bunch of like just chewed up meat and stuff, and then Katie swears there's a chicken wing there, but I can't see it, but we're going to watch yeah. this again, because I'm going to try. If we need to slow it down to half speed, we can
2: Maybe do I'm just...
0: No, you might be legit. Things. I don't know.
2: Yeah, we can slow it down to like half time, right? We could. Really annoy our
0: listeners. I don't know if they really want to hear that.
2: I mean, he's just shoving stuff in his face all kinds of and, bloody I think was that it?
0: I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, that's a really great kill. <clears throat> well, in the meantime, Ferd gets uh, gets his hands on some of that uh, sweet oh, sweet juice
2: and he stumbles upon this the aftermath of this yes. and makes a really poor comment.
0: <laughs> he does. <clears throat> he does a very poor comment indeed. <laughs> Um, and he ends up drinking this drinking the souse and, uh, turns into another zombie. Um, and he becomes a, actually his, his makeup is really interesting. And th- this is one that I wanted to talk to you about because maybe, you know what they're going for here. But to me, this was the only part of the practical effects that I thought just threw me off just a hair and didn't allow me to stay in that same groove. But it's Ferd's makeup when he's doing this next kill we're going to talk about.
2: Well, and I have in my notes here that the makeup was done in a cheesy way on purpose. Okay. So perhaps it's uh, supposed to be satire.
0: Okay, perfect. But we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. So there is a really interesting part here where there is the one subtitled... Portion of this whole movie. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. Is
0: when the, the army guy <laughs> standing make on.
2: Sure, you know what he is saying. You have
0: to know. So we're gonna play that. We're gonna play that real quick.
1: It was a there <laughs> <wanna go> <laughs> <laughs> There's a bodacious herd of redneck zombies back there and they're
2: coming this way! You wanna go back over <clears> that and read that subtitle?
0: There's a bodacious herd of redneck zombies back there and they're coming this way. Let's hear what he actually sounds like though when he says it. There's a bodacious herd of redneck zombies. Man, run! Who what is he- that? <laughs> Get out of here!
1: There's a bod-
0: and they subtitle it because they know oh, it didn't, shoot. you couldn't Like, let's not it.
2: record the audio again. Let's not shoot know, this I, scene again. I we'll just put wrong. a subtitle. It'll be fine. Perfect. Hey, look,
1: there's no hard feelings, but we got to get out of here.
0: Okay, so this is the scene where the army guy goes down, and he sees Ferd. And Ferd was the guy that, that took the barrel from him initially. So he runs down here after being chased by these redneck zombies and sees Ferd, doesn't realize, but Ferd has his head down, he's about to find out that Ferd has become a zombie. And his face makeup here is, is absolutely wild-looking. There's so much good about it, and then there's some stuff that throws me off a little bit, but we'll hit play. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the the, the blood they, out of the yeah. mouth is good. Yeah, it's very green.
0: Yeah, so here he's digging through this guy's eyeballs, rips him out. Oh god!
2: Uh, yeah. Eyeballs get me every time. I mean, this might as well be a l- Lucho Fulci movie with the eyeballs.
0: Oh, he's just ripping him apart.
2: Yeah, that was gross. That's a good. That's a good kill. Picks up an eyeball.
0: That takes a bite it's so good So I don't know if He uh, totally shit himself look at that He did shit himself that that's was That lot. was a question we had <laughs> So look at the bottom of Ferd's face <laughs> yes. as, as, as he turns and you'll see like his whole Mask Shit's jiggling hanging off. Like his mask is jiggling there Kind of see it a little there Uh huh Right there, and, mm. and it's just like I don't know. It's still good. I still like it. I'm, I mean,
2: it, it's a lot. It's probably like a lot of um, latex, or you yeah. know, that oh, shit peels sure. off. And yeah. I can't imagine in the eighties what kind you know, what was available. They had
0: zero dollars, and they did such a good job. Yeah. Such a good job.
2: It, it works. It works.
0: Um, okay, so <clears throat> this uh, movie takes several twists and turns here. Lots of people get killed. Um, most of the campers die, and then Lisa, who is kind of the main character, but maybe not. There's... Are
2: we skipping over the
0: uh, autopsy? We don't have to skip over that. I think that would be a good thing to talk about. Thank you for mentioning that. There is a super dope scene. Um, you want to set it up, because I think it's cool. I think oh, I think it's really cool.
2: Uh, see, this is the part I'm not good at, is remembering the details, but I just know... That our friend Bob, he, apparently he's pre-vet. They, you know, they say he's pre-med, but he's pre-vet. So he <laughs> has some little bit of knowledge about medical stuff, just a little bit. They just want him to do an autopsy on this dead zombie and figure it out, what's going on. Um, but he's been tripping on acid all day. So <laughs> when they get to this point, um, he has to let them know. That he's been tripping on acid, and uh, they want him to do this autopsy. Um, so we get a we get a tripping on acid zombie autopsy that is really pretty pointless. Um, that he figures out that a certain kind of deodorant will dry the zombies out, but it doesn't save them or help in any way. So you know we're kind of just jerking off at this point in the film, um, which is okay, you know, for the sake of what it is. <laughs> But should we play the clip?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <clears throat> and like she said, man, you won't get this in context, but honestly, um, this part was probably like essential to the original plot because they figure out that aluminum chloride. Or I think that's what it was. Aluminum chloride in one of these deodorants would melt the zombies. And they, they never come back to this ever again. You know what? Again.
2: We need to probably watch the DVD that has like all the deleted scenes and special features on it. It might answer some questions
0: for us around this scene. It might. Uh, it might. We, I've I've seen two releases. I've seen the one I have them on tape, and then I have seen the one that's on YouTube. Um, well, but-
2: apparently there's like 14 minutes worth of deleted scenes. Wow. That's a lot in the special features. So, we'll have to table that and, yeah. and check that out sometime
0: for sure. Okay, so they decide they they kill the zombie and they they take it into this cave, and um, that's where we come to. And they're going to ask Bob, who is obviously not doing well right Bob is now.
2: Fucked up.
0: His hair is all going crazy. It and gets
2: he's... straighter as he as he trips harder and harder.
0: <laughs> he's just he's uh, he's struggling. Uh, and they ask him to, because he's pre-vet, <laughs> they ask him to do an autopsy. Just pretend
2: again. it's a big cat.
0: Oh, my God. And they don't know at this point that he's on acid. They don't know that yet. They just, they get in the cave, and then this is where we are right now. This is probably, you're never going to get the next several minutes of your life back.
1: <laughs> so bad. Come on, Toto. Outta boy. Come on. Outta boy. Hill, heel, heel. Walkie.
2: And that's Bob. He is talking to an invisible dog. <laughs> Freaking out, talking to an invisible dog. Bob is really overacting. Yeah, as well, obviously
0: way overacting, and, it, and that's hilarious. He's it's done just, nothing else. It's and trauma. I can see why. It's trauma.
1: <laughs> Shiny. Well, we've got light. Very good, Bob. Okay, now what? Bob,
0: do an autopsy on this thing. Just do an autopsy. <laughs> just do the autopsy, bruh. Hey, bruh.
1: <laughs> no way! Oh,
0: <laughs> hey, come on, man. You're pre med.
1: I'm pre vet! <laughs> What's the difference? I do autopsies on cats, man. Well,
0: think of it as a big
1: cat. All right. All right, heck with it. I'll tell you. Do you remember that little, little really, piece of acid I was saving?
0: Remember that little acid I was saving? <laughs> yeah. What about it?
1: Well,. Walk up. there's that I same music again
0: myself, yeah. Bob? and now it starts Bob his eyes start freaking out that's, that's me. starts Bob? glitching
1: oh,
2: what a beautiful morning. I would have slapped breath? Bob by this point already if I was there yeah like dude, just do this, Christ. this a, little, a little
0: bit so the psychedelics little, here are pretty interesting. So we've talked about this, universe. but oh,
2: that, that, you know, that, that, how that, that, accurate is it to a real trip?
0: Well, we're gonna watch it and see. Not that we either were. either of us would know, it but could. we'll be able to right. see what we think might
2: be <laughs> right. Because you know, we wouldn't say anything to incriminate ourselves.
0: He's just flipping out. Okay, now we start seeing the all the colors are changing and.
2: I have no idea how to do this um, on video, being shot on video cassette, but like good on the director and cinematographer.
0: Yeah, like super cheesy effects, but they they make sense. It works. It works for this.
2: A lot of rainbow colors.
0: Yeah, tracers. Lots of cool stuff. Part of this looks like that screensaver you'd have when you were a kid where it just played with the music. Wake up! I am, open. I am open. Yeah, this is some psychedelic craziness. They're gonna slice open this zombie. I don't have any instruments. What do they give him a kitchen knife?
2: I can't even tell. Looks like a butcher knife of some sort, yeah.
0: He's holding this knife and it's tracing. Yeah. Oh no, that's like a Rambo oh, knife.
2: Oh, like a field knife.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a big, giant ass John Rambo knife.
2: Yeah, all of this is a bad idea, but it works out, I guess. <laughs>
0: So he takes this giant Rambo knife and he jabs it down into the zombie.
2: Which, it's not real clear. I guess they put this effect on it so that whatever he's doing doesn't have to look real um, clear.
0: Yeah, when they do the POV, from his perspective, it looks all freaked out.
2: Yeah, we can't quite make out. It's just a figure and he's cutting into it. You can't make it out. There's no detail. It's blurry.
0: Anyway, this thing goes on and on and on here, and um, he ends up cutting off this dude's hands, this zombie's hands. What's that? Oh, the, the, is that the shoe one?
2: Yeah, he's pulling out organs, and he's seeing it as something else than what it is.
1: Where did those come, come from? from? What is a... Bu-
0: yeah. Like a liver or something? Yeah. Some poor
1: Appalachian man, I think, is going, is going around, around, wandering around the mountains without a shoe. Okay,
0: I didn't notice that before. That's interesting. Did you see that before? Uh-huh. Okay, I never saw that before. Oh. I, he so when it shows the POV when Bob's looking down at this piece of liver he's holding, he sees like a like a Nike Jordan or a Converse or something he's like got that. A shoe. It's weird. I so I I never really made that connection. I just I knew that he was talking about it being a shoe. I knew he was tripping, but I never actually made that out before where he was actual happen? shoe. And then he's
2: got, like, when we're about? seeing it from the yeah. other perspective, he's got uh, something, some, some bloody organ in his hand.
1: It's going, going around, around. Wow. wandering around the mountains without a shoe. Can't believe it? he's going around without a shoe. What? Now, what's this? What's this? Help? How do you suppose this got in the cold... <laughs> I don't. I He's can't just imagine. just
2: pulling out random well, shit Well this You know, I do think point. it
1: might. Nah,
0: but <laughs> tripping.
1: Ah, <laughs> now this. I like this.
0: Is it a doll? Oh yeah. Yep.
1: Oh ho, ho ho Oh now
2: this. This I'm gonna keep. For my Puts it in his pocket. Oh god. <laughs> what else do we have in here? I think I'm gonna climb. This is a very long oh, my, scene. They were stroking a lot of time. A lot yeah. of runtime with that. <laughs>
0: And then it goes to this uh, cutaway. Now he's got the hands back. So this is where he tries to figure out how to kill the zombies. Will
2: designate types a and B. This a plot point that never gets now used again. Now I'm going to do yeah. is spray zombie hand one with deodorant A. at least it a. doesn't help.
0: Zombie hand one with deodorant A and zombie hand two with as deodorant as you can B. See
1: the skin becomes wet and sticky. Now I'm going to spray zombie hand two with deodorant B. My my my! Look
2: at that, huh? And this is why they tell us to use aluminum-free that deodorant. That's better for you. you. Look
0: at hot this! Hot look at this heat. fade right here. This is the. This is a really interesting effect. He sprays it. It starts I, melting the hand, and then watch what happens. Watch the fade. It's funny. Mike,
1: notice that the tissue. Becomes <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was fast! Isn't <laughs> that nice? And yes, very good.
0: And now it's just yucky. bones and green sludge. So yeah, they figured out how to defeat the zombies. Therefore,
1: it's safe to conclude that the only effective deodorant against zombies is one which contains aluminum chlorohydrate.
0: Aluminum chlorohydrate.
1: It dries them fast. Keep them dry. dry.
0: Keep them dry.
1: <laughs> Why only aluminum chlorohydrate? How the hell am I supposed
2: to know? She's not a chemist, he's pre-vet. I'm Jesus. Vet, I'm pre-vet, not a chemist! This is a
0: chemist. So now they know how to kill the zombies, but they don't.
2: Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um anyway, they they go back out, they start getting waxed. They get uh they get um <clears throat> most of them get killed.
2: Uh there's a kill we need to talk about um that is reminiscent of a film that you haven't seen that i i don't want to embarrass you about but
0: go ahead and no drop it <laughs> drop it like it's hot uh
2: so our our camp leader guy uh whatever his name is i forget um his kill is like very reminiscent from day of the dead when they oh, i forget the guy's name but they pull him apart you know choke on him he's the bad guy in the you've not seen the movie so you can't help me but i don't remember the guy's name but they do this effect where they basically uh, pull him apart, pull his legs, and and I think they probably use the same legs again that they used with the first when uh, what's her name Sally. All that's left is her oh, legs. Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. talk about that horrible joke. We should maybe never mention it.
0: <laughs> no, I, I wasn't planning on it. But, it's necrophilia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll play that scene. Uh, there's a scene leading into it here where Lisa's getting jacked up. So. Yeah, Lisa is getting completely tortured mentally right now, seeing all this crazy stuff happen while she's trying to fend off zombies of her own. She's going to end up being one of the last ones standing, but she's in a rough spot right now. I'm sure she's very, very messed up in the head at this point. So she's walking out. There's blood everywhere.
2: I wish I could make out the guts what they're using.
0: Yeah. Lots of good guts here though.
2: A lot of eating going on. Yeah,
0: lots of zombies eating a bunch of flesh right here.
2: Oh no, this is after he's already been killed and then he wakes up and dies again. We missed, I think.
0: Did we um, miss the kill?
2: Maybe. But maybe not. Maybe this is where they pull him apart. I can't remember. You're our plot guy. Yeah, it, yeah, it was bad. Okay. Technical difficulties.
0: Stand no, by. no, it's all good. That's <laughs> it's all good. We uh, we'll find it here. So, um, yeah. So there's everybody dies in an interesting way, and that's that's well, good. I there, like the difference in the in the different kills.
2: And what I was getting to is that this movie kind of pays homage to a few different films like we get a a hitchhiker scene that's very reminiscent from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Um, and that kill was super Day of the Dead because I don't know that there's really any other films from that era where they zombies tear a guy in half besides Day of the Dead so they pretty much ripped that off or paid homage to it Yeah,
0: they did did that a lot uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one uh, you said this one on the Day of the Dead. I think this is we're getting to it close here. Um, yeah, so this is. I think this is the scene here. There's only four of them left now, and here the zombies come. Oh, this. Yeah, this is the redneck zombie scene. So it comes right after this. Okay, here they come. They're surrounded now by zombies. Redneck zombies, by the way. Of course. Because they live in the South, and they have to be rednecked.
2: Tobacco chewing, gut chopping, cannibal can folk from hell. <laughs> they're, they're using the deodorant, but it isn't helping. It's not really helping them.
0: Right. They're spraying the deodorant, but that's not doing anything at all.
2: Fending them off a little, but they're going to be overrun.
0: He's having a malfunction on his aerosol can
2: Oh yeah, it doesn't
0: work We kicked that zombie straight in the dick
2: Yeah, this is this is our camp council guy Oh, that's the the drinking dude
0: Oh, the drunk, yeah
2: He just stands there drinking through the whole movie doesn't do shit else
0: <laughs>
2: Except for now he's got to fight the zombies Bob's a mess I don't even know where he's going Drinking dude is just trying to dodge him
0: I wonder how much of this shit was rehearsed and written out, and how much of it was just like, "Hey, let's just take video of stuff, and then we'll write the story around it."
2: Yeah, right. Or just improv. This is what this is what you need to get to at some point. Just do that.
0: Because there's no way this was all written out.
2: I can't imagine.
0: Oh, they got Lisa. Here comes the here comes the uh, main guy. So these zombies, she's fighting him off, though.
2: He comes in to save her. She's okay. Oh yeah, but he, he gets taken yeah. over now.
0: That's right. This is this is brutal. Actually, you're right. This is a brutal mm-hmm. scene.
2: And I'm telling you, this is exactly what happens in Day of the Dead, but you haven't seen it. Our listeners have seen it, and they're mad at you. I will I, I will. I will see Day of the Dead. <laughs> we'll probably talk about it on this podcast.
0: I promise you, we will.
2: And when you see the scene that I'm talking about, you're going to be like, oh, fuck yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, here they go. They're ripping him apart.
2: Digging in. Choke on him. But that's not
0: this one. The drunk guy's still drinking. Where'd he get the different bottle? He's got a different bottle He's now. He's been
2: picking up shit along the way, I guess. <laughs> it is the South.
0: Yeah. There's just bottles of liquor. And this is everywhere. their
2: only uh, sugar glass bottle of the film, I think. <laughs> they had one prop they were able to buy, and that was it.
0: Good Lord. Oh, Lisa's losing it.
2: Yep, that's the one. And that flip was not scripted.
0: No. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they ripped his whole body in half. See? Whoa, man. Yeah, I what remember those that. Them
2: fake legs again. They've been used a lot in this film.
0: I really like the way they did that. I really like the way they did that.
2: And it looks good.
0: It looks yeah. pretty damn good. It does look good, doesn't I it? I mean, that,
2: and that's that's a Tom Savini gag, so we, we have to applaud the man himself there because yeah. they stole that.
0: So the last thing that I want to talk about on this um, this this uh, discussion on the plot is something that I don't know if they've talked about on other podcasts before. I haven't listened to any of them. But there is a scene where Ferd the zombie... And Lisa have an interaction of oh, sorts. Oh yeah. And there's there's stuff to talk about here. It's a rape. Yeah, it, it Trigger is. Trigger warning. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a zombie rape. It's a zombie rape. So Lisa is completely covered in blood, running through the fields, losing her mind, crying her eyes out, inconsolable. Right. I got to get this sound back here. Hang on one second. Yeah, okay, so she's sitting down next to the corn, and here comes Ferb the zombie.
2: Has she not been through enough? My God. Right.
0: So you can imagine what's happening here. He's um, doing a rape. He's, there's a zombie that is doing things to her.
2: I mean, this might be a kink of mine, but we can talk about that later.
0: We could talk about that later for sure. <laughs> So anyway, he's like his whole face is coming apart, he's bleeding all over her. He obviously finishes right there. and then she stabs him in the face and kills him. Perfect. But now she's have to pull her pants up. OK, so she pulls her pants up. Okay, so this um, this has implications, because she has now been raped by a zombie, a furred, and I want you to hear something real quick. We're gonna go all the way to the end of the movie. Um to one thirty two oh five. Now this is the very end of the movie when she is in the um mental hospital. And I want you to listen as it's showing her in the mental hospital. So it's showing other people in the mental hospital too.
2: That's the drinking dude. Yeah, drinking he dude made it drinking there. drinking
0: dude made it. But listen.
2: The zombie baby. We need to remind everyone that there has never been a redneck zombies part two.
0: Yet.
1: <laughs> There's still time.
0: So Mental Patient, um, it shows all the credits here. So we'll, we'll go ahead and give some credits. Um, the, the big ones, we don't need to talk about. Let's see. Okay, so Lisa Dehaven played Lisa. Billy Bob Ellie Mae was played by Clemson Zoofoot
2: No, that's... Uh Pericles Lunes, the director. I think
0: these are all fake names. Oh,
2: yeah, they used um, they used pseudonyms, like really bad pseudonyms. Read okay. those pseudonyms off. What are they?
0: Okay, Jed. Let's see, Junior Clemson is P. Floyd Piranha. <laughs> Jethro Clemson, William Livingston Decker. Billy Bob Ellie Mae Clemson, Zoo Foot.
2: Zoo Foot.
0: <laughs> Tobacco Man. What else does it say here? I can't read the one on the bottom. Anyway, oh, we didn't
2: talk about knockers.
0: <clears throat> oh, the knockers scene. We can't. We could definitely talk about the knockers scene.
2: That's their version of porn knockers.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. So <clears throat> anyway. that was during
2: all of the moonshine deliveries.
0: Yeah. Oh, all yeah. All the things
2: they walked in on. Dude,
0: they walked in on some messed up shit, didn't they? Yeah,
2: there was that scene with the like chick with the duct tape on her mouth, having to watch baby chickens get killed. That was horrible.
0: They were torturing her. And that her. was
2: that took a turn. That shit was dark.
0: Yeah, and he just he just delivered the whiskey and left. <laughs> yeah, he's like,
2: bye. I have to get that money. Peace out. He had to stand around for that money for a second though.
0: There's uh yeah he did and it was what three bucks or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> making all these deliveries his whiskey outie. for three bucks. But um, so, I don't know. So that that takes us to the end of the movie. And I am really curious, now that we've discussed the movie, I'm curious to hear what types of things you liked. What's the best of the best on this particular um, movie for you?
2: For me, the overall ridiculousness of the whole thing. I think, like, I don't know, Redneck Zombies is a pretty good premise, so... I like that it was ridiculous and it didn't take itself seriously because I don't think it would have worked if it would have taken itself seriously. Yeah, And I mean, people would argue that this doesn't work anyway, but it works for me for what I like. It, so. <laughs>
0: Indeed, many people would argue that it does not work.
2: <clears throat> I mean, there was ridiculous shit, but I can appreciate it. If, if the budget was, in fact, 10 grand, like they did a hell of a movie on 10 grand. Yeah, and that's so. what I, I
0: think it was. Um, again, I have um, made some... Minor friends With some people Who were actually Involved with this movie Including the lead actress Lisa Dehaven She's a friend of mine On the Redneck Zombies Facebook page And uh, she's really awesome And willing to um, Willing to talk about The movie And all kinds of stuff And uh, she's a Cancer survivor I think And um, she's doing Doing great She went to Some conventions I think at some point And signed some uh, Redneck Zombies Merchandise If I'm not mistaken I bet she did Yeah she's pretty awesome Um so that's good. Yeah, i uh, i liked I liked similar things about it. I think for me, I liked, um, I liked the overall vi- um, shot on video feel. I've always loved shot on video stuff and low budget stuff, and um, that's just sort of like a like a fuzzy warm feeling for me when I yeah, see. Yeah, I that. mean,
2: this movie is special to you, so like tap into that, like. There's some for some reason this movie touches you in that special place.
0: Yeah, and it's weird because I think this was the first movie that I was ever able to download on a dial up system and it took like 18 hours <laughs> wow. to download.
2: But you had seen it before that point.
0: No, this was no. like nineteen ninety. Oh, so you were just trying
2: to get a movie. Yeah. you were so, like, let me try this.
0: So I had <clears throat> well, so I had a friend who who had the movie on VHS and we watched it. Um, and then right after watching it, I downloaded it. Um, so the same day after I watched it on VHS with him, I downloaded, I downloaded it and my dad, I was hoping he wouldn't get online because if you're, if you remember, he had dial-up. Yeah, dial up, it yeah blocked interrupt the line. everything.
2: Even if you were trying to use the phone,
0: yeah. During that, so we had a separate phone line for our internet. Ooh, but you guys were rich like that. Yeah, huh? we were. Well, we were rolling <laughs> dough. Let me tell you, I couldn't hey, afford that to,
2: extra phone line, baby. That was some shit. I
0: couldn't afford to go buy a tape at the <laughs> blockbuster. But um, anyway, we watched this movie on his tape, and then I downloaded it. And that's one that I had on that on my hard drive. on my computers for years because it's the first one I ever downloaded and I still have that original download. Shut up. I do. You do not. On one of my hard drives. Yeah. How many
2: computers has it been through?
0: Probably 10. Holy shit. I've gone hard drive to hard drive. Probably 10 computers with that same file. I
2: don't even have keepsakes that I've hung on to that long and you have a dang file.
0: Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) It's an MPEG, you know, it's really, really bad uh, quality, but it's mine. And that's the one that I remember having. And I'm just glad my buddy turned me on to it. That's um, a
2: way better story than my story about seeing it for the first time. Well, no, my story's okay. For sure. (laughs) Took me a few tries.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So tell me something about this movie that you didn't like, or maybe something that's the worst of the worst for you.
2: You know, I struggle to be critical of things that, I can see, like, I can see the effort in this film. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I get it. I couldn't have fucking done it, first of all. Um, so I see where the effort is. Like, maybe the the um, autopsy was dragging on for a while. Maybe our Bob actor could have been better. Like, little things like that. But I don't know. Overall, it was for what it was. It was good. You know, I don't really have a lot of criticism or like things that would have changed. Like, obviously, some of the uh jokes don't age well but it's whatever like it's an 80s yeah. trauma movie like for sure i'm good with it
0: yeah, I'm. You know, I'm kind of the same way. You know, this is one of those movies where y- you know you're gonna like this movie or you're not gonna like this movie. And if you like it, you really like it. And if you don't like it, you really don't like it. Some people, this is just not their kind of thing. This is not their cup of tea. They don't get down. Well, those on people
2: that. aren't even listening to this. They let's might be. be real. They, they might I doubt be. It. I
0: don't know. We'll see. A lot of people <laughs> like VHS. Tapes. Only if i
2: personally asked them, will you please listen to my podcast? You're not going to like this subject matter at all. Just listen to me talk. <laughs>
0: people will listen if you build it they will come katie
2: well i believe that but i think it's a a certain kind of person that's gonna find this to be entertaining yeah and you know if you like ridiculous movies if you like old shit if you know the most time you spend watching films are things from you know before 1990 (laughs) yeah
0: no for sure So is this movie Vault, Trash, or Treasure for you? Would you recommend this to somebody else? Would you have to know the person you're recommending it to, kind of on the same subject you were just talking about? Is this something that you know some people wouldn't be into and you wouldn't recommend it to certain people? Or is this just a movie you'd recommend to anybody?
2: I mean, I feel like any movie could be something that I wouldn't recommend to certain people based on what they like because everybody likes something different. This is not like, this isn't like a Forrest Gump where like this will land for anyone. (laughs) This is definitely not that kind of movie. Um, But most of the people that I talk to movies about are people like you who like this kind of shit. So I would recommend it to people who like the kind of movies that I like. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: for sure. And similar for me, um, I know that if I recommended this to my little sister, she might or might not appreciate it, but I'm pretty sure my big sister would not like this movie. You know, so if I send it to Cassie, she might dig on it. Matter of fact, I may have watched this with her back in the '90s um, on my old. That's Macintosh. like a rite
2: of passage for brother and sister to watch movies together. We did. So. We
0: played video games too, and uh, we may or may not have occasionally. Snuck a bottle of vodka into my giant Lego tub and hid it there from our parents. This is
2: why I like Steven Seagal movies because my brother and I used to watch them together. Oh,
0: Steven Seagal. <laughs> he
2: doesn't hold up, he does Sensei not hold Seagal. up. <laughs> but I still have a warm spot in my heart for above the law and mm. under siege and shit. So oh, yeah. I get it. When you watch movies with your brother, it's just
0: so that's what happens. If you ever want to just torture yourself for four hours, just
2: I, I, as I often do, watch
0: yeah. <laughs> watch the movie called The China Salesman.
2: Oh boy! It stars it's four hours,
0: three. It's a little over three hours. I Jesus. think it stars Steven Seagal.
2: Okay, well, like circa when.
0: Mike Tyson. Holy shit! What year is this? Like 2016. It's so oh bad. Steven oh Seagal, god, Steven Seagal. He's not even
2: hot at all. Oh, he's dude, old he's enough. got
0: the <laughs> he's got the black donut on his face. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, oh man, it's brutal. His, cool. Dude. Well, the
2: next time I'm feeling like shit and I want to kick myself while I'm down, I will look for that film. If
0: you watch China Salesman for whatever reason, I would never recommend anybody ever do that thing that I just said. But if you happen except to, for me, if you happen to, we will do a podcast podcast on it oh my god and no one will listen nobody to nobody <laughs> will listen to it it's gonna be the best i can
2: barely sit through anything that's three hours let alone a bad movie oh i don't know
0: so um what um what's next what are we gonna do next what kind of other movies you want to talk about
2: well i have to since you got to show me one of your favorites i need to show you one of my favorites okay and I think, I don't know if it's going to be the next one or not, but I think we have to talk about Joe D'Amato's Buio Omega. Yes. Beyond the Darkness, Buried Alive. It has a lot of titles, but mm-hmm. for the sake of brevity, we'll go with Buio Omega. It's the Italian title, and I prefer that.
0: Absolutely. And it's I. It's a have... hidden,
2: hidden gem that yeah. not a lot of people know about.
0: Yeah. I, um, I'm really looking forward to digging into that one. There's. It, the cinematography in that is beautiful and I need to uh, spend some time going over that movie and really really taking some mental notes on it as we well, watch. Well, I'd love to
2: watch it together because I have a lot to say about it. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of things to be like, hey, pay attention to this. Look For sure.
0: We will, maybe we'll make that a watch that we do <clears throat> all the way through paying attention and all that stuff. Yep. No massages. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. So I think... Um, I'm really good on this movie, and if you guys have any questions or want to know more about it, uh, there will be links um, somewhere. I'll figure out how to get those to you. Maybe I'll put them in the description if you're watching this on YouTube um, or listening to this on YouTube, and you can. You click definitely there. aren't
2: watching it because we don't have a camera rolling
0: well there would be a image and they would oh, be listening and that okay. image might change you know i could i even, got a lot of images i could even splice in like an image or two of redneck zombies or something like technology's crazy if you
2: were really talented i'm not sure if you are but you could put the clips in that were watching it oh you did some rewinding and some crazy shit so i don't know if you yeah. could match that up it
0: would be tricky it,
2: it would but if anybody could do it it would be you
0: i will do my best um yeah, so I'm good. Let's, um, let's end the podcast the way we started it.
2: Yeah, but we didn't tell them about us at all.
0: Well, we can tell them about us in a separate intro. Okay. We'll do an intro. You want to do an intro? All right. We'll do an intro and we'll post that first. All
2: right. Yeah? Sounds good.
0: This has been fun. It has. It has been real fun.
1: My heart is aching. <laughs> My brain is good.
0: I think I want to sing this song live. you Would you please? Wander. I will sing this song live. I would enjoy that a lot. I don't think my guitar's in tune. I'd play it right now.
2: I am
1: just try a try me. Zombie since you're gone. Well I can't think. Oh shit, here we go. And <laughs> I can't feel.
2: What's happening, folks? I can
1: drink. Oh bitch without you. Do. I'm a blue, blue dick, dick, neck without you. Fun, <laughs> I groan and cry the the This is fun,
2: man. This is not
1: planned.
0: It's been fun. This is the VHS Vault podcast. Signing out. I'm Owen. I'm Katie. And we Outski. Bye. We've got wood and stakes for all the vampires. And you can melt those zombies with salt. We've got silver bullets for the wolves, we've got it all down in the vault.